Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. It's season two, and as you can see, we're here in our new digs, which we're so excited about. And honestly, it's because of you. It's because you guys have engaged with our videos. You've watched them so much. So keep watching, keep commenting and engaging and giving us feedback. And please make sure that you like our, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Pastor Joe, what do you think? I mean, I am so psyched for season two and just for a new setup. Part of it is we love the thought of being rooted and real. That's why we do what we do as a church. And to think that some of you are watching this on your phones, uh, looking at it on your YouTube channel, subscribe, that we have the opportunity to kind of get into your world on a weekly basis and bring you hopefully some encouragement, some truth, some authentic examples of life as followers of Christ excites me like crazy. So I'm ready to go. Cool. Let's do it. All right. So Let's be real, week one, right out the gate here. Do you have any irrational fears? Well, I, I just got back from vacation and one of my irrational fears is like I was in the ocean and you know, the shark thing. My boys were always like, Dad, what happens if the sharks come? I'm like, there's not gonna be sharks in the ocean, but where I was, there was like sharks. More than that though. So you're driving on the highway and have you ever thought like, if somebody just turns their wheel just a little bit, you're totally screwed. Like, and so I'm like driving and trying to be focused, trying to be a good job protecting my family. And all I can think of is some 18 wheeler just dude, dude, like we're all dead. And I tell my guys, like if we go off a bridge, don't try to get out. Like if we go into the river or something, just stay, cause let's all die together. And that's this kind of a, is that? You've, okay, first of all, I think that's great parenting. And second of all, you've thought about this a lot. You said irrational fears. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of... That works. <laughs> How about you? Uh, so I have one. Um, I am scared to death of dark movie theaters. So if I go to the movie, I got to be there 20 minutes early. I accidentally sat down in a dude's lap one time because I was late to the movie. It was dark. It's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. You have to go it's 20 minutes? Yeah, it's, it's, embar it's embarrassing. Yeah, that's irrational. <laughs> so... I have a bunch of little kids, and you have kids, and you know kids are afraid of the dark, right? Most kids are afraid of the dark, and they're afraid of really what they can't see. And I think that we talk about fear, and even adults, you know, we are afraid of what we can't see. In fact, some people are walking around terrified of the future and the unknown. And so I wanted to talk just for a few minutes today about this this verse that's in the Bible, it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and it says that we are to live by faith and not by sight. So when you hear the Apostle Paul say that, like what pops into your mind? Well, what's how hard that is, yeah. right? I mean, it's just so hard to say, well, I trust you, God, and I can't see you, I can't hear you, you audibly, I mean, I... At, it's like almost an impossible thing that comes. Yeah. It's just, that's what jumps into my head, like how hard this is yeah. to be a follower of Christ where I can't see him and I can't hear him and I can't feel him next to me. It's just tough. So I understand as children why it's so hard for when you don't know something to be afraid. I mean, as followers of Christ, it's hard yeah. to walk by faith and not by sight. I just, I guess I hear how difficult, difficult that yeah. is. Yeah. So. Interesting, like the, the Greek word there to talk about uh, sight is the word, I think it's eidos, and it has to do with a physical form or, or actual appearance of something. And so it's like, it's basically saying, hey, believe that things aren't what they appear to be, that 
you, what you're seeing is not the whole picture, mm-hmm. but that God is working behind the scenes, and that's what we're supposed to believe in. We're supposed to live knowing that, trusting that, that God is working behind the scenes. And so it's a faith in something, right? Yeah. So it's like faith, when we hear faith and not sight, we probably don't necessarily hear like, okay, faith in God. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, this is like, I am trusting in someone who sees the bigger picture, who knows more than I know and ever could fathom and is working. That actually helps me to go, okay, I can have faith in God even though I can't see him because I'm trusting in his character. Yeah. So do you think that's what makes it not kind of foolish blind faith? It's not like it's not like we're just being ignorant and we're just going to be blindly faithful, yeah. right? Well, it's not wishful thinking. Oh yeah, this yeah. This isn't luck. This isn't serendipity. This is like there's a strong anchored sovereign patient, kind, loving God yeah. who kind of thumps down and says, I'm big enough to hold this entire world in my hands and I've got a plan and a purpose for your life. Trust in me, not blind faith, mm-hmm. not luck. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, that's something much more solid. That's helpful to me to kind of unpack it and hear you say, here's what the word means. That's yeah. get, engages and yeah, I've been, is it a better way? So I've been thinking about this sermon series that we're in, Are We There Yet? And we're talking about these, these attributes, these traits of Christ and traits that we want God to grow us in as disciples of Christ and that God wants to grow in us. And, you know, we're talking about things like joy and generosity and humility and spiritual hunger, but faith is a part of it too, right? Is that we're on a journey of faith that's going to grow over time. But it's hard work to live by faith. It's, it's hard work, and honestly, it's sacrificial to be humble and joyful and generous and not just focused on me, but outward, you know, looking. Yeah. Like, why, why do we do that? What keeps us going? How do we know that God sees? He even sees that we're doing like yeah. that. I mean, and I, again, I think I just go back to his character, and I go, my gosh, if he would be so loving and kind as to send his son to die for me, and he loves me and understands this journey is like, little one step forward, three steps back, because in a lot of ways we get it wrong more than we get it right, and he seems so patient with us. I have to trust he sees my heart, and he understands my screw-ups and my failures. That's the stuff that motivates me. Like, if he really knows me, and if he really understands me, and he really loves me, and he's really patient with me, then I can trust that he's going to work all things out that I can't see or understand, that he's building and doing things behind the scenes that I can't anticipate, that he's smarter, stronger. That's the stuff that just helps me to go, okay, I guess he's really patient with me and gets me. It doesn't throw me away when I mess up. Yeah. So turn that around because a lot of times, you know, we talk about fear. A lot of times we, we say things like God is in control and it, you know, might comfort us or whatever. But what about when, like, it doesn't feel like it, when life is out of control? How do we still know that God is working? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, I, again, I think sometimes we talk about blind faith or we talk about faith as if this is easy stuff. This is really hard. Yeah. 
this is really tough, and I just constantly think it's falling on the character of God. That's that good. If he's inviting me into this, he understands me and knows me. If he didn't, he'd probably blow me up by now. If, if he wasn't patient and kind, he'd wipe me out. Yeah. He'd wipe us all out. Yeah. But it is in his patience and his kindness and his generosity and his love and his justice that he goes, I guess you guys, and you're really struggling. I mean, this is true with our parenting, right? So think about how this works with your kids. You don't just, because your kid makes one little screw up, you don't just wipe them out. You understand their journey. And because you see their journey and you understand and feel their journey, you're loving and patient towards them. And you go, okay, son, daughter, it's going to be okay. Let's keep working this. Yep, I saw one step forward, three steps back. I get you. I'm still in it with you. I don't know. That parenting has helped me understand. See that picture? Yeah. Okay, so just... One kind of final thing, how would you encourage someone who's struggling with fear? Fear about the future and the unknown and going, I can't live by faith because everything around me, all the indicators are pretty bad. Life's going wrong. Yep. And I I mean, I'll just be, this is the real stuff about Joe Hensler. I mean, I'm a fearful person and I struggle all the time wondering if I'm just going to have a heart attack and die. I mean, I feel some weird thing going on in my body physically. I get nervous that I'm about to die wherever I am and whenever. It's something that plagues me, honestly. And it's been trusting in the character of God, that God knows me. And the scripture says, not a sparrow falls to the ground outside the will of God. And I am much more valuable. You are much more valuable. You that are watching this are so much more valuable than a bird. And so if God loves me that much, I have to trust that if I drop dead today, he would take care of my family and has better and bigger plans than I can imagine. And that just gives me a sense of peace. God, you're in control. You're strong. You're smart. You love my kids, my family. You love me more than I could ever imagine. And so when my heart starts racing, I look at my Apple Watch and see how many beats per minute it is. And I feel like I'm having a heart attack, but it's like, you're 61 beats per minute. Relax, Joe. Take a deep breath. God loves you and just be at peace and embrace that. That's the stuff that helps me is, again, falling on his character. Good. So sharks, huh? My goodness, sharks. Sweet. In the, That's another in the thing oceans. I have to worry about. I know. You're going to the beach soon? You're going to get eaten by a shark. I don't know if I am now. See you next time on Real Talk. Real Talk.